I'm Tucker, and this is Scene Play. On this episode, we're going to continue our game of dialect, and by that I mean we're going to begin our first age, which is going to have some actual role-playing in a happy turn of events. Dialect is a game by Catherine Himes and also Hakan Sealiolu. Together they make up Thorny Games, and that's about it. So, hi. We'll see you on the other side. All right. Let's do it. <laughs> I love doing that. And we're back. Okay. So everybody want to run around really quickly and introduce themselves and their character quick. Ryan, my character is Billy Pazlesny, uh, the the high-ranking official in the Fuel Seekers. Uh, I'm Henry. I'm playing Holden James, the leader of the group, um, now aging, uh, but still skilled ace pilot um, and sometimes called a coward. I'm Caroline, playing Clover. Um, I bop around and wonder why everyone is so mad at each other. And I play Trinity. I'm the reason that people are so <laughs> mad at each other. Trinity is the zealot, and she is very attached to the idea that we need to return to the empire from which we came. And together we are on the Song's Canaries, which is a flotilla of flying vessels that has escaped civil war and is now just flying about a wild landscape trying to obtain fuel and to live. And now we're getting into the first age of this game. And this game is dialect, I didn't mention that. And we are going to go into turns. And the first thing we need to do is deal out cards with the number one on them. So three to each person. All right, and I'll start just as an example. And so the first thing you do is you look at your three cards. And oh my God, I got happiness, sadness, and death, which is very exciting. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and wow, this is And sick. so we pick one. Yeah. And so, I mean, I can't not pick death. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to talk about death. And when you're doing this part, you're talking as yourself, not as your character, and what is interesting for the community. And so death, the first thing I need to do is make a connection. And so I need to describe why this aspect has led to a new word for the concept on the card. And then use the connection to build a new detail in the world. So the obvious thing for me to do would be to connect it to we gave up everything for them and they still burned. And I guess this game tells me to do the obvious thing, but I really like the you'll never be good enough to catch us. And so the connection between death and never uh, and you'll never be good enough to catch us makes me think that in this culture, when somebody dies, a, a lot of the time, it's not because they got old, died of old age. It's because something from this wild world got them. They fell loose from their harness on the outside of their ship. They were in a dogfight with one of the Empire's ships and lost. So now I'm going to build a word or phrase based on the concept. And I'm going to grab this and say the word for death 
on in the songs Canaries is that when somebody dies, you say they fell behind. And beyond that, that's even shortened to they fell. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people just say they fell. So I'm just going to underline that to make that clear. And I'm going to frame a scene with Trin. Uh, people call her Trin for short. <laughs> She's got lots of names. And Holden James. And uh, Trinity is going to try to convince Holden James that this is not worth it any longer. And as she generally seems to be doing in life. So what does, so you said Holden James is normally wearing his jumpsuit, ready to always jump into his cockpit and do whatever needs to be done. Where is he walking when he's running the day-to-day option uh, operations of the flotilla? What does this place look like? Um, well, so because he's the leader of this group, um, he needs to be fairly visible. Um, just so everyone knows and just so he can tell to them and to himself that he's kind of t- keeping tabs on things um, and making sure everyone is happy. So he's actually, he's uh, usually flying around on a little two-man skiff um, operating by himself um, because there just aren't enough people um, passing uh, between ships. Um, and the skiff is kind of brightly colored, I don't know, red or something. They painted it red just so people know him. Um but often what he'll be doing is just um, checking in with the captain of each ship um, kind of on the the bridge of that ship um, and making the rounds, um, you know, checking that everyone's engine is working, et cetera, et cetera. All right. Uh, Carol, do you want to play the captain of the ship that Trin went to to stake out Holden because she knew where Holden was going to be at a specific time? <laughs> <clears throat> I'd love to be. All right, beautiful. Let's before we get going. Also, I want to, uh, I want imagery for these ships. I want to know what they look like. The one thing that I have in mind right now is just lots of nets and netting on the side, so people can climb up and around it. But I don't have really anything else beyond that. I okay. This is like very specific, but I was thinking <laughs> like um, ships, sort of like um like ironclads from like civil war ironclads but with just like giant balloons attached to the top and a lot of nets too yeah maybe and but they like i don't know they use like cannons and stuff and like i don't know i'm very into the steampunk aspect of this i, I deal with that uh, what, what do we think the fighters look like like the the ships or the people the well both but specifically like I figure like we've talked a lot about fighters and ace pilots and maybe there are ace pilots who operate with a bunch of balloons floating out the top, but I'd have to imagine that there's a different way, a different smaller craft. That are yeah. Faster. Well, so I guess maybe for that, I would imagine, um, almost like something like a blimp where it's kind of like this like central shape in the middle that's kind of encased in like a cage. Um, so that it's like kind of safer from attacks and stuff and maybe they're more streamlined and stuff and they have like additional I'm also envisioning like propellers sticking out from the side. Maybe yeah. these have like propellers, additional propellers on them on the front and the back. But I don't have to be the only one who's talking about how these things look. I think I don't know that much about aircraft, <laughs> so I can't know that much. Well now we're like uh, like from what you were just saying to me, they sounded like 
a hybrid watership aircraft medley. I kind of like that. Yeah. I like that idea. So, I don't know, maybe like the flotilla themselves are large crafts that are spend most of their time on the water, like sitting on the water, but have the capability using huge blimps to lift off and, and get three dimensions. Oh, I like it. that. But then the, the smaller sort of fighting X wings, <laughs> X wing equivalent, um, is more air is more suited to like mo- spending most of its time in the air. Maybe they have like, um, like a seaplane has, they have kind of like, things they can land on, but they don't do very well in the water. Yeah, okay. I, I do love that our flotilla now actually floats. <laughs> well, I guess it floated before in the air. I just, I'm thinking about the you'll never be good enough to catch us, and I want us to still be able to be agile. Yeah, that's true. Well, maybe, so maybe that's that is sort of describes like what the rest of the main like the empire's fleet looks like they have these you know capital war warships mm-hmm. and stuff but like the biggest thing we have is the equivalent of like a ferry or something that is still reasonably fast fast enough in the air that it can escape like a large warship um and then they have the fighters to fight off faster things Got it. i also love the put like the push against hollywood to make everything faster and faster and faster but in this world, we just have really, really slow yeah, dog like fights. That. Like everything, <laughs> like you have time to think through every move. Yeah, yeah I love very that. very calculated. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Huge cool. fan. That's fun. That makes like the idea that you'll never be good enough to catch us. Like it feels different. Mm, it's yeah. like Somehow, it's more tactical. Yeah. When everything's so slow, slowed yeah. down like that. I like it better like that actually. Okay. So maybe we're on some nameless ship. It could use yeah. a name probably. Yeah. Um, that's like a, I don't know, like a, just a storage ship, like a cargo hauler, um, where Holden is checking in with Captain Flapjack. <laughs> <laughs> Given name or nickname? Fl- uh, first name Flap, last uh, name Jack. <laughs> nickname, nickname. It's his first name is Jack, and his last name is um... Flapper. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Goes by Flapjack. So, Captain like Flapper, I, I hear your daughter's doing well recently. Um, she's all right. Well, as has anything happened? I, I hope she hasn't. Did, did she get lost recently? Excuse me. Hi, uh, this is Holden. Um, Captain Captain Flapper, can I have a moment of your time? Are you busy right now? No, no, not busy at all. Please come on in. I wish I could make a door creak. Uh, yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm just checking in. Are, how are you guys doing on fuel, food? Are you guys okay? Any repairs going on? Anything to report? Um, Captain James, I didn't expect to see you coming here. How are you? Hi, Mrs. Seraph. I'm good. Thank you for checking in. Um, if, you, if you'll excuse us, um, we, I just need to really quickly run through a checklist with Captain Flapper. Uh, it'll just be a moment. Well, I, I just wanted a moment to talk to you about um, the squad that fell away last week. Uh, it, do you have time for it that? It would really be best to do that in a, a different setting, uh, Mrs. Seraph. Uh, I promise you this will just take a moment, and then my attention is all yours. That's also not um, common information yet. We're, I'm not sure how you even found out about that. Uh, excuse me. I'm sorry, Captain Flapper. Um, Ca- Captain... 
you don't think Captain Flapper can be privy to this information, can be privy to this conversation, I think Captain Flapper would like to hear what you have to say on the matter. The, all, all matters concerning the advanced scouts um, must be debriefed with the, I mean, this, we know this, this is how we do things, it must be debriefed with the fleet leaders before being disseminated to the rest of the flotilla. Mrs. Sarah, if you'll excuse us, I'd really like to do our general checklist for a moment. As you wish. And Trent and Trinity uh, moves outside and leaves the door closed behind her. Don't worry, Jack. Your son was not part of that squad. That's good to hear. Um, we're doing fine on fuel and food. Thanks for asking. Good. And... I'm sorry you're finding out about it this way. Um, we just got word of it this morning. I'm baffled how Trinity knows about this already. Um, but yeah, I'll check down that you're all good, um, and I'll see you the same time two days from now. Yes, yeah, she tends to just know things. Um, thanks again for checking in. I'll Anytime, see you soon. of course. And cut away. That's that scene. That's, that's all we need to do. We don't need to do long, drawn-out scenes. Gotcha. We just need to show this is how the word is used. This is why it's baked into the society. This is how it connects to the aspect. And I think we accomplished all of that in that scene. And we also got some character development yeah. <laughs> from everybody, which is great. That's what we're looking for. Uh, let's have Billy. Or not Billy. Rather, uh, Mr. Taylor go next. <laughs> Is it all right if I do the same aspect? Absolutely. Okay. So um, this is the good luck card. Uh, it's how we affirm our hope in happy outcomes, a spoken wish for victory that bonds us together, a particular kind of luck or fortune for the isolation. Uh, so I thought this applied pretty well to the you'll never be good enough to catch us because... Um, we already know, well, we just heard about the advanced scouts, and we know that there are fuel-seeking missions, and there are um, missions for kind of combat. So I think this this flotilla has a lot of missions, um, <laughs> and so we could use some happy outcomes in those. Um, are phrases better than just, like, made-up no. words, like gobbledygook? I mean... So there are specific cards that will ask you to make up new worlds from whole cloth, and that can be useful. I think generally it is better to use words that already have some meaning yeah, okay. in this world because then you, you can do more things with mm -hmm. it in there. So like puns are great. Mashing two words mm -hmm. together is great. Shortening words can be great. Uh, thinking about words that people might have heard and misunderstood and then and then like that got propagated can be really interesting mm -hmm. um, I think it could be interesting to keep song kind of in this in the like minds of everyone so something like, um, like may song look favor may song look favorably upon you um, so there's sort of like an ancestor worship going on. Or could you do something like with, like playing with the meaning of song too? That, that's just an idea. Like so, song worship on you is also great. And you are not a committee as, as, <laughs> as the book tells you. Like 
song is singing somewhere or something like that. That's a lot of Ooh, alliteration. Yeah, but song, May song sing for you or something like that. Oh yeah. All right. Yeah. May May song sing for you. I think that's yeah. also a little shorter. All right. Sure. So. I really like how this looks. Mm. It's not very good podcasting, but <laughs> I really recommend using colored beads to make your circles if you ever play dialect. And there's also, I kind of like how we did blue on the outside, then yellow, then red. <laughs> yeah. like, I feel like there's some <laughs> urgency once you get to the... Yeah. It's also, I think it, it fits, I don't know if this is what you were saying, but it fits with like our actual scene. If, like mm-hmm. if you get the water on the outside, the yeah. like, flotilla, and then maybe like the bright colored leading leadership holding dream shit mm-hmm. all right so then i need to uh create a scene right yeah i do that now do, yeah. you, do you pick like whoever at least yeah you don't need to pick yourself too if you want to make if you want to put other people in the scene that's super viable think about like who would this come up for all right um and this is a good time to ask questions about characters too if there's like, if you're thinking of a scene and you want to know, and you, you want to know, oh, is this something that Holden would do? Is this something that Clover would do? All right. So I guess one question. Um, Caroline, do you think, what's Clover's profession? Interesting. Aru, Aru, Aru. <laughs> what's that? It's a 300 reference. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um. Yeah, what do people need to do in a I, society? For some like reason, this? They, like, like temperature control. Yeah, like yeah. some sort of like engineer, but just like but checks like, in on the like temper temperature control. Like a the like a boiler engineer, like yeah. the most important kind of engineer <laughs> for a flying ship. <laughs> All right. Um, I think maybe um, does someone want to play like I guess I listed myself as a high ranking official does someone want to play <laughs> the the like organizer of the um, of the fuel seekers and then maybe if we have the leader of the fu- or the organizer of the fuel seekers I can be in it and then one like more menial worker is there a reason why you want to be the leader of the fuel seekers and not uh holden rather just because he is like he is like in command of the fleet why why are you looking for a bigger character i guess i was just thinking of it i was thinking of this of the organizer being a being a character step below maybe like holden. the number two in the fleet okay that's but, like an important thing but yeah i i think just sort of to keep it all in the family of fuel seekers rather than having a, okay. a pilot there yeah that's super fair um yes um so henry do, would you want to play the or i guess you're already playing an authority figure i could play the menial dude <laughs> i thought i thought that was going to be clover oh no oh, I, I don't think so i, I, I don't thought, think so yeah i thought Clover there, it's was, three fuel seekers, I think. Yeah. Try so try to do bad. two oh, okay. main characters. All right. I mean, I think just because like, we want to have we want to have focus on the these. captain could be present or the leader could be present. 
All right. Or yeah, it could just be yeah. like a menial one. And yeah. Is there a difference? In, so there should actually be a th uh, thing on the bottom that gives you an idea of what type of scene to frame. It says when good luck is needed most. So actually. Does someone want to play um, Captain Flack, Flapjack's son? And I'll, I can play myself. Henry can play Holden and we can. It can sort of be a send-off, and it can be advanced scouts looking for fuel sources. I don't know which. Carol, do you want to play your son? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. I got it. Okay. Um, all right. I'll start. Tom, you boys all ready to go? Um, yeah, I think so. I just did the final checks. Okay. It's you, um, Stephanie. Um, I looks like I have... Billy listed with you guys going on this one, um, and uh, old man Paul. Um, I've checked with him. Don't worry. He's got his glasses. Um, he'll be fine. Um, you guys know where you're going, right? I'll be, yep. I'll be controlling the uh, navigation, and or, or I'll be uh, looking at the maps just to make sure we know um, we know where the forest is, where we can find uh, find the fuel, and uh, and well, we'll see once we get down there how much the Empire has cleared out already. How many barrels are we bringing back this time? This is just going to be a scouting mission. Uh, I'll get my boys later on, and we can uh, we can figure figure out how much we're, we'll actually be able to get to to pick up and and uh, and how viable and and how clean this fuel actually is. But uh, but that's what we're going to find out now. Yeah, and you know what, Tom? If you if you do well on this one, I mean, you've done well on the past couple ones. If you if that's what you want to do, if you want to go on the main mission, you're welcome to. Uh, but for now, uh, May Song sing for you. Good luck. Thank you, Captain. Thank you, Captain. Cut. Nice. Everybody feel good about that one? Yeah. All right. Let's move to the next word. Okay. Um, I'm still sort of thinking about this. Uh-huh. I have well, I have one that's maybe too obvious. One of my cards is resource. <laughs> I mean, we need a name for Maybe, but it says do obvious. It says obvious. Yeah. Okay. Well, so I was I was thinking I want it to be like to come from trees. I think that's cool. Is that what we said in the last scene, right? Maybe. Yeah, I guess I think that someone had I like yeah. like really really big that. trees. You said forest, so yeah. yeah. I think someone. I I don't know. Yeah, I think that was. I I, I said forest I, when we were talking or trees when just, we were yeah. talking. Okay, uh, so maybe this is macabre, but I was thinking like these are <laughs> like giant oaks, and they call the fuel oak blood, and it's just like sap from these mm -hmm. giant trees. Oh, uh, what's the connect? Make the connection oh, before you make mm. the word. Um. Ooh, that's tough. Yeah, because it should. So the word is connected to the fabric of this of this place of this fleet, and so it's connected to one of these aspects. I'm thinking maybe this one. Which one is that? Was it worth it? Um, this is kind of just like a partial yes to that answer because they've managed to find you know new sources of oak blood. Um, outside of what the official dogma of the empire says exists and where people are allowed to travel. Okay. And so how does that affect the word? Do they have um, a different name for mm, the oak blood yeah. that they get or? Oh yeah. Um, maybe, hmm, maybe they call it lifeblood. I like, I like that. that. Yeah. Cool. Um, 
So is oak blood a word that's not really used anymore? Yeah, I think it's like, it's a formal word. Or this is what I'm saying. I could certainly be changed. But I feel like it's called oak blood in the capital, in the right. in the old fleet, in the empire. And this and is like their name for it. This is their name for it. They call it lifeblood. So does that mean that the pilots would be more used to calling it oak blood? Yes. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> good call. <laughs> That's really good, Ryan. <laughs> I don't know if I'm just continuing to 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 like pick fights at. <laughs> That's what we need. Okay, and so I'm imagining a scene where Billy, um, a pilot played by Tucker, and Clover are helping unload. Uh, shipment of this stuff that they've just come back with. All right, and so it's on a, uh, and so there's so they're, they're loaded there, yeah. or maybe they're re- so a fueling mission has just come back and they're refueling, um, like a a home ship or some one of the like a converted sh- cargo ship or something where a lot of the um, escapees refugees live and they're refueling it. I'm playing a pilot. So, yeah, one so Billy's the, president and you're one of the trained pilots who helped in the revolution sure. and Clover is also helping. All right. So is there some sort of coolant that, that I'm sure. in charge of? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Great. <laughs> and so I think, so you guys are filling up this pilot ship mm-hmm. and he walks down. He's kind of an asshole in general. People just kind of know this. <laughs> and he's like, all right, all right, fill, fill her up, fill her up with the oak blood, for God's sakes. I'm, I need to get out of here. I got, I got to go on a scouting mission later. Yeah, how much of this lifeblood do you think they're going to need in this ship, Clover? What what did he just call it? Oh, he, he called it oak blood. Yeah. See, uh, that's... Oh, it, lifeblood, oak blood, it's the same shit. It doesn't, it doesn't mean anything different. Oh, anyways, um, I I think they'll probably need... About two quarts. All right. All right. So for the, and that's just for the coolant. So, uh, so as for the, as for the life part of the lifeblood, you're probably going to need a little bit more. So, uh, why don't we say this, this little pilot ship here will take one barrel. One, one barrel? I, I had three the last time. Uh, you're you're going to leave me stranded out in the middle of nowhere and I'm going to fall away and it's going to be your fault. Fucking mud. <laughs> and cut. Me. Oh. <laughs> I like that. That's a good place to end it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't have anything. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Cut earlier rather than later. Yeah. Ooh, I like that guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Carol. Um. So mine is the past. Sorry, mine is the past. How we refer to what's come before and how it shaped us. This may be a specific time period in the past or the past as a general concept. Um, I'm thinking maybe there's some sort of word for life before the revolution that might be interesting to have um, that people more on Trinity's side might refer to a fair amount, kind of like the good old days type of thing. Oh, yeah, sorry, I need to name an aspect. Um... Um, 
Mm, I'm deciding between we gave up everything for them and they still burned and was it worth it? Well, if it's something that like Trinity, people like Trinity would use, it seems like it might be more the, the mm-hmm. we burned one. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was thinking if we're trying to highlight the nuances, then the past might be something that fits yeah. more comfortably under that one. Yeah, that makes mm-hmm. sense to me. Um, okay, so it's going to be with the aspect we gave up everything for them and they still burned. Um, um, I think sort of in keeping with the theme of song, something like the quiet times or the quiet years. I like that. Also, mostly because the quiet year is an excellent, excellent game that we almost played tonight. <laughs> but that's also really good. Okay. The quiet years. I like it. Plural. Mm-hmm. Can I have one of these? So that's right. before the war entirely, right? Yes. Okay. That's this before is the song incident too. One thing it was, you you originally had it as they fell behind, but you've said they, they fell away a couple times. Oh. I think we I think we should just change it to they fell away. All right. Yeah, so the scene that I'm thinking of creating would definitely be with Trinity, obviously. And I think Trinity sometimes does this thing where she gives like fiery speeches. <laughs> <laughs> um and I'm trying to think of who the audience to that would be and I think um Maybe these speeches are held kind of on the down low. Definitely. And I think maybe it attracts a lot of people that have family members or loved ones that may or may not still be alive in in the Empire. Um, of which... Tom's dead? Maybe. <laughs> Wait, I thought we said Tom wasn't out. <laughs> Well, Tom's they just dead. went. Well, out then we sent him out. We did just That's send him out on true. a mission, and we don't know if Song oh, sang for that. I wasn't sure if that was the if that was just like <laughs> the 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 reverse prequel. <laughs> like, like I don't know. Well, I'm trying to think if maybe <coughs> Billy. Do you do you still have anyone alive? I'm. Well, I was thinking about that because I did say that my like, brother died. Brother died. I was thinking I, about your parents, maybe. But I also or another like, sibling. I, I think I al- I also set it up that I like hold the opposite viewpoint on the mm-hmm. was it worth it. Um, so then I don't know if it would be like an equivalent character who is just right. like who, you know, has that one political difference or if Billy is trying it out and, is, and then is disgusted. Mm. <laughs> so I would say in general, another thing I generally try to teach is limit story elements and that's a lot of words but basically what that means is if the barber can also be the murderer then make the barber the murderer if the barber can also be the person who runs the pet store who can also be the person who runs the drive cleaners a that's hilarious Mm -hmm. but b the more the more times you're hitting the same characters and the same places like i said before we only have so much time in this world and so we want to come back to the same people and the same places over and over and over again because, A, we need to conserve our movie budget. 
We only we only have so much time to set up scenes and do everything. And B, it gives you more time to develop those different characters. Another thought I had was that maybe Clover like bumbles upon like <laughs> happens upon it and then like has a conversation with her parents after or one of her parents after. Yeah, I kinda like that. That's good. Maybe Ryan and I could be her parents. All right. Nice. Have all four. Oh, so so. Because you're giving a speech still, right? Or is this the after? Hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's just the after. Sorry, Trin. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> what do you guys think? No, I kind of like. I kind of like the. I feel like we yeah. should hear some of the speech. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You, okay. You're on the spot, Tucker. Yeah, I noticed. <laughs> so we do. So I maybe I hear just the end of the speech like i open a door but then okay so sh- should we just start yeah give me a second <laughs> need to do some theology here <laughs> <I need> to- <laughs> all right and we left we went away from these people we escaped we left them to burn And we left those quiet years behind. We fought, and maybe that fought was righteous. Maybe that fight was the right decision for us to make in that time. But that's not true anymore. We live on the lifeblood that we collect from the soil, but we can't rely on our scouts finding new things all the time. We can't rely on the songs. That song still sings for us. Song is dead. Song is left behind. And the spirit of her canaries can only go on for so long. We need to return home, return to the empire, return to those quiet years that we had before. Yes, it will be tough. Yes, some of us will be punished. But they need us. We have skills that they lack. We have the ability to find different fuel sources. We have the ability to power them. Maybe they'll go after the pilots. But what have the pilots done for us? They turned around, they let our families die. They let my husband die. They let all those people burn. It's time for us to go back. Uh, If any of you want to talk to me later, just let me know. Um, Y'all know where I live. Thank you for coming. And then we cut to Clover with her parents. Um, mom, dad, c- could I ask you guys something? Oh, sure. Sure. Huh? <laughs> I just, I think I, I, I heard, um, Mrs. Seraph talking earlier today. Uh, is she, she's going on about the quiet years again, isn't she? Well, I, yeah. I, oh, Clove. I mean, she talks about them, but they really weren't that good. I mean, now it seems it seems so long ago. Like you were—I mean, you were only th- two when the whole thing started. They were bad, right? I mean, they—the th- thing was, we call them the quiet years now, but but well, it wasn't just song, sweetie. There was a lot leading up to her, and I think, unfortunately, that's what people like Mrs. Seraph and the people she talks to forget. It may have been quiet, but it's because we were silenced. Cut. Nice. 
Cool. And that is the end of that age. If people don't have their uh, third card, they should oh, get right. that. Oh, right. I need that. Oh, this story, too. Mm-hmm. Did you take one? No. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, no. That was... That was impressive. That, that was, uh, I wasn't sure where to go from there. <laughs> you just jump in with a <laughs> scene ender. All right. So we are going to do the transition to the next stage. Uh, somebody want to pass me the isolation sheet, the compound? Danka. All right. So we have a short passage to read, um, and we get to choose uh, between the black left column or the red, well, it's not actually red, it's just gray because I don't print in color because that is expensive, the red right column. And there's, so, and these are two pathways. We had no choice. The compound would have collapsed without their help. We let an outsider in. We thought we could control them, but they have the ear of someone important. Why have we suggested we should bring in more? And then the outside world has changed. It was dangerous before, but it looks to be far worse now. We smell ash in the air and hear planes overhead at night. There are whispers that war is brewing. How do we pull further into our isolation? Those are both really good. I think my first instinct is that the letting an outsider in fits maybe more easily with what we've already built i think like the sort of war aspect is something that in our particular isolation is almost something of the past Mm -hmm. i also think it's really important the extent to which we just know nothing about what's going on in in the empire okay so maybe so um maybe this is like this outsider is like another or is someone who was like a higher ranking canary who also survived but was cut off and they stumble on them and now they come back and people kind of there's this tension about recognizing their authority or not that's interesting do we have a reason why that person would ask to have more people brought in oh more well maybe they got away with some other people too yeah or Uh, it could be like they try to do like a smuggling thing too who would they be smuggling in the people left at the empire oh man Hmm. i like that whoa and then it would be like this uprising if anyone got word of this on within songs canaries it would be so everyone would be trying to get their family members that they think are alive maybe this is someone who smuggles them back to the empire because there's those people who want to go back right but I think cool. we're only bringing people in, oh, right? Yeah, that. the right. idea is that we're bringing people in, and I assume, because one thing to remember is that this game is pushing toward languages dying, Yeah, and I'm not reading ahead, because I don't want to read ahead, but I would suspect that there's going to be like a level of like diluting the language that we built here if we continue to bring mm-hmm. outsiders in. Well, I'm cool, with, I'm cool with the smuggling people in, too. Yeah. All right. But who wants to reread this in their most dramatic voice? Yes, oh, Ryan. Gotta, <laughs> I'll try. All right. um. Entering age two, an event to foreshadow the end of the isolation. 
It finds its way into all conversation and is impossible to ignore. We had no choice. The compound would have collapsed without their help. We let an outsider in. We thought we could control it, but they have the ear of someone important. Why have some suggested we bring in more? The outside world has changed. Oh, shit. <laughs> was that part of the next I one? Think, yeah, no, it was part of the second. It was part of the second column. Whoops. Uh, do you think you'll be able to cut it out, or do you want me to read it again? Ah, we'll just leave it in. It'll be fun, <laughs> exciting. <laughs> well, I mean, do you want to read the last two sentences yeah. again? <clears throat> we thought we could control it, but they have the ear of someone important. Why have some suggested we bring in more? So who do we think is pushing most to have people brought in? Probably, I, w- I mean, I would think Holden probably yeah. wants that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who has family left there? Have we established that? Well, I guess Clover's parents are here. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, per the last scene. Maybe, yeah. Maybe Trinity has family there, and that's part of why she wants to go back. Kind of like the idea that Trinity doesn't. I feel. Or I, I like it being there. a purely I, ideological. I thing. think you I think. having family there could <laughs> hold in having family there could be really interesting. Or maybe maybe like. But no one knows about like it. Like an maybe. ex there. <laughs> I think I think it could be interesting to have um, Billy, like, have a sort of like he doesn't he doesn't know that someone's dead, but he doesn't know that they're alive and they're back there. Um, so that so there's sort of like, of like a yeah, I like, like a that desperation too. to like find or find out. Would that be his brother who's definitely dead? I or? think no. I think his brother, like he knew was dead. I think that's sort of like a he he saw it situation, but um, maybe like his brother's children. Oh, I like that. And so they'd be in like their. 20s or 30s and yeah. so they'd sort of be at the age that they could choose to be brought in mm-hmm. why was your why was your initial reaction that holden would want more people i feel like it might be a, um, a bad thing just it might be a threat to holden's authority i guess that's well i guess maybe if i were holden i would assume just having been this leader for so long that my authority is solid and wouldn't be worried perhaps unwittingly but wouldn't be worried about that um yeah that's fair and would think like the more hands the better especially since this is like a dangerous situation and people do fall behind (laughs) (laughs) all right i like that so that's where we're at and the one and one more thing we need to do now is we need to choose an aspect to uh, change one one of the aspects is going to evolve uh, partly because of what's happened partly just because of time passing and we need to decide as a group which one we think changes hmm well i wonder if the that one seems like it's kind of in the past so maybe that one's less likely to be changed which one the, sorry. <laughs> we gave up everything for them, and they still burned that one. 
Um, but yeah, yeah. That, that one's like kind of right. Yeah, I think like at least related to evolving, this would sort of create like a there was them in the past who burned, or, or but now there's this new like shoot off of the people who that like used to be thought of as those that burned who are who are actually alive and are revealing that there could be more people who are still alive and so i think it it, it kind of like twists that notion and, and all yeah. of a sudden we like interesting we, yeah you know there are the people that we left left behind that didn't burn yeah maybe they didn't all burn if you wanted to bite you could just add like but some rose from the ashes Tucker doesn't want to change that one. Um, No, I want. I'm. I'm definitely. It seems like everybody's interested in changing that one. I think maybe changing like the sentiment behind it. Mm -hmm. So like something like we gave up everything for them, and they're still waiting for us, or something along those lines. Mm. But that uh, one thing about that though is that definitely implies that the whole community is behind that or a, a large majority of the community is behind that, which maybe, which maybe isn't what we wanted, the direction we want to go in. What are our other options, too? I, I think, was it worth it, would be, would be interesting to explore how that would change with this. Maybe, um, change to like, when will it be worth it? Maybe... It, to suggest like or I don't know maybe that's not nuanced enough but to suggest that like people are it's like time has passed and now like you know they've been I'm assuming they're looking for somewhere where they won't be found and they haven't gotten that far yet and people are starting to wonder when that's going to happen or just having someone come in from the empire that has information about what's actually going on there now so people are less in a state of, mm-hmm. you know, was it worth oh, it? Yeah, yeah. Should we go back? Like, if we have actual information, and then there's the extent to mm-hmm. which, like, how much can we really trust these people that are coming in? Mm-hmm. Is interesting. So then, do you think it would be more intriguing to have the information that is gained from the outsiders? contribute to trinity's point or or trinity's movement or like show that it was still worth it that these people like so desperately need to be on our ship i'm personally interested in playing a prophet that's proved wrong (laughs) (laughs) but i don't like that's a small that's a small piece I, I, i agree I think it would also maybe be interesting. Maybe this like doesn't do anything to move it forward. But if like many people from the outsiders group are saying one thing and then like one person is saying something different. So everyone's still in a state of confusion, but it's like, who's on like what? (laughs) I don't know. Maybe not. Okay. So do we want to change? Was it worth it? Maybe we can change it to like, like who can we trust or something like that that feels really general you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think. maybe like knowing 
knowing how much we like knowing to what extent we left them behind was it still worth it or like knowing or like knowing to what extent we left survivors was it worth it hmm. so just thinking so what we've been playing with so far is we have that question which is was it worth it and we have two aspects which are showing a the cracks in our isolation in that we have two really separate groups and we've been playing those two groups off against each other and each of those groups maybe not as a whole but as an identity has a specific answer to that and maybe different members of the groups have the answer that maybe that would maybe belong to the other identity but in terms of who expects what from whom that was how it is and the decision we're making is do we if if we take away was it worth it then we're saying that that question has been answered hmm. yeah and we the community as a whole both halves of it have come to one conclusion yeah so maybe we don't want to answer that yet because that's like the big question yeah so given that then we're left with our two other yeah. options which are our ace question which is you'll never be as good you'll never be good enough to catch us or we gave up everything for them and they still burned one of the one of which is really optimistic one of which is really pessimistic mm-hmm. we could uh like the outsiders might say that the empire like that the empire is building these new ships that like that that will be good enough and so all yeah. of a sudden like our pilots either need to step it up a notch or like or we need to figure out some contingency plan mm-hmm. to like avoid you know the the heightened danger that the empire secretly has been secretly been I like that so mutate you can hide but you can't run <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so that's a different... That's interesting. So that, that would imply we're looking for a place to settle down. <coughs> well, maybe in the face of these new ships and this information, that's what it needs to be. Inter- yeah. Or like, in, like are, we still good at, are we still good enough to not be caught? Yeah. How, how drastically do you want... Do, should we change that? Should we like just like alter a few oh, words? Oh, yeah. No, no. You can go all the way. Like, yeah, it's totally a replacement. But then I guess that would add some complications with smuggling others in. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're right. It would like if we're putting ourselves in harm's way every t- like that's even more harm. Complications are great. <laughs> Is there can we like come up with some kind of rationalization to like of like if they can you know if they're presenting danger to us at every time we try to script to smuggle people in. Like, or, or, you know, if they're getting closer and closer to catching us. Yeah. So, well, so then we have the question of, do we keep doing this? I think that's, I think that's, I think that's a good, I think that's a good tension to have on the table. Cause like on the one hand, there are more people you can save, but at what cost? Yeah. So, yeah. And like, what do we even know that they're going to do to us if they do catch us? Yeah. So you can run, but you can't hide. You can, so, you can hide, but you can't you can, run. Yeah, you can hide, but you can't run. So leave that there. Okay. And so that's going to stay on the blue circle. 
We're going to move the other two in. Maybe it should be we can hide, but we can't run. And then we're going to make a new aspect on deck card, and that's going to go on the yellow circle. Right. And, like, if shift it a Okay. So <laughs> we can hide, but we can't run. Hey guys, thanks for listening. Again, that was Dialect, which is by Thorny Games, which is made up of Catherine Himes and Hakan Sealiolu. If you like the show, leave a rating on iTunes. You can find us at Facebook and also Twitter. And if you want to get in contact with me, the best way is to email me at sceneplaypod at gmail.com. And today, I do not have a poem for you, but Ryan does. It's Robert Frost, because he's from New England. He wants everybody to know that. To the Thawing Wind by Robert Frost. Come with rain, O loud southwester, bring the singer, bring the nester, give the buried flower a dream, make the settled snowbank steam, find the brown beneath the white, but whate'er you do tonight, bathe my window, make it flow, melt it as the ice will go, melt the glass and leave the sticks, like a hermit's crucifix, burst into my narrow stall, swing the picture on the wall, run the rattling pages o'er, scatter poems on the floor, turn the poet out of door.